Essay, speak like a native, practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware what you saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. A, tengo un secreto, escúchame bien por un rato. Guess what, when you speak Spanish, it's not English, it's Spanish. So, sprinkle that swag, stop walking around posting like, yeah, you me llamo. Dude, you sound ridiculous. Your ignorance is not conspicuous. Hey, I'm speaking from experience. Not a guru who's striving for excellence. Been speaking at Espanol desde el colegio. No más monolingüe. Spanish web drip. Yo soy bilingüe. And you can do it too. Apply the Spanish swag, you'll see you. Hey, this, this, this. Speak like a native. Practice with feedback. Study, get creative. W, woke, period. Consciously be aware what you're saying. Hey, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verb, choose the right verb. 3A, represent the D. 313, represent, represent, hey, represent the D313. Represent the D313. I'm talking about Mikori Leadia, my area code 313313, as in D. Let me not front. I also got to represent that 248, that 248, representing Southfield, born in the D, raised in the field. Jesse Felix is my name. Hey, I've been speaking Espanol, Espanol. <laughs> Espanol. Espanol for más de 14 años using hip hop. That's my thing. Hola, everybody. Yo me llamo Jesse Feliz. My name is Jesse Feliz, and I'm your host. So happy to be here with you all of Spanish swag. What is Spanish swag? Pull up skirt. Antes de continuar, before we even move on, we need to understand cuál es el propósito, cuál es la meta, qué significa el swag. What is this whole thing about Spanish swag? Well, let me put you up on some game. All right, Ballin swag is it. not only a mnemonic tool, right? But rather, lo siento, it's not only a mnemonic device, but rather it's this accountability tool because we can no mas, no mas, no mas walk around saying uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, hola, amigo, me llamo es. It's so silly because it's like, what's going on? We have to be woke. That's a W in the swag. It's Essay, speak like a native. Practice with feedback, study, get creative. No excusa, y'all. There's no excuse, everybody. We live in this era of la tecnología, del internet, where we have access to so much information. We can follow people's social media pages. There's so many apps that are free. So if you, you know, you got to be on a balling on a budget. Like many of us are right now, you know, counting them quotas, scratching and saving, good times. Whatever your situation is, cualquier circunstancia, no hay excusa, right? And so I'm here to help you develop this Spanish swag, this awareness, this woke bilingualism, this tool, this demonic device to hold yourself and your children and your people, whether tú vives aquí en los Estados Unidos, or tú, si tú eres maestra, profesora de español, o si tú eres un, eres un expat viviendo afuera en un país hispano, right? It doesn't matter what your circumstance, the context of your situation is. La cosa más importante is that we got to, if we know better, we got to do better. Because just like my song says, your ignorance is not conspicuous. You can't hide it that you walk around saying, 
Hola, amigo. Yo necesito tres uh, platos Baby, para la cena. Now they know that's not right. Your ignorance is not conspicuous. You sound ridiculous, right? And it's to throw no shade. Melanin to doctor throw her shade. I totally jack up my own lengua materna, my own native language of English. Yo hago errores, cometo errores todo el tiempo. En mi lengua propia. So of course I'm going to make the same errores, or not the same, but I'm going to also make errors. It's called being human. But... Henry Ford once said, you got to fail forward. I know sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, we may feel vulnerable. We may feel, um, que quizás tenemos miedo. We're afraid. But you will not have forward movement if it does not include failures. Now, Oprah Winfrey says, um, no hay fracasos. Shout out to mi amiga Denise Cooper. That was our go-to motivational Spanish phrase when we were working together. No hay fracasos, solo, solo lesiones por aprender. It's not about failures. It's just lessons to learn. Well, let's have those two work in tandem. What Henry Ford said and what Oprah Winfrey said. Lesiones por aprender. It's about lessons so that you can learn. If you don't actually get the practice in and I'm going to sprinkle the swag with it and consciously be aware woke consciously be aware what you saying if you're not really giving a f about what you're doing and removing whatever colonizer oriented mentality that I can just speak however I want to speak and think that that's not either offensive or that you get less respect or that you may not be invited or receive como quiere you know, so the thing is, you have to care and you have to practice with feedback. There are so many amazing apps. Of course, you can visit jessifeliz.com, jessifeliz.com, mi sitio web, my website to enroll in a class or to email me to get one-on-one -on -one lessons. Estoy aquí para servirles. I'm here to help everyone. But there also are so many amazingly free resources en línea. So while, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, I'm like this about the internet and that about the internet and this, that, and the third, just know that at the same time, there's always lights in the midst of darkness. So if it's algo negativo, siempre hay algo positivo, <laughs> you know? And so, estoy aquí, I'm here, para ayudar, to help you out, para servir, to serve, porque soy maestra, profesora de español, I'm a Spanish teacher, and I have had different amazingly awesome experiences practicing failing forward in my own language development and guess what it's a process it's like an ongoing lifetime commitment but la cosa más importante that i have to reiterate and say again is that you have to be willing to fail forward because how else will you learn brief story so and as you learn a little bit about me i'm here to help you out and just we learn and grow together and also another thing is i'm all about mastery right cover less master more just because you can have a textbook or an app or whatever item that you're using as your anchor text or as your source 
for learning and comprehending a new language, you may feel excited that, oh, I've completed this chapter, or, oh, I've already completed um, section one or unit one, but it's not about covering content. That's one of the twin sins of instructional design, just covering, going through, going through, going through, without actually demonstrating mastery. Mastery is not perfection, right? At the same time, you do want to be able to master. That doesn't mean you're not going to make errores. Anyone that walks around, oh, I speak the language in the most utmost respectful, perfect manner. Uh, your ignorance is also not conspicuous, boo-boo. Because no one is perfecto. I believe only the most high, el altísimo. So I'm welcoming you all. Bienvenidos a todos ustedes. Welcome you all to my bilingual podcast here, um, Spanish Swag. I'm here to help and guide and coach you along this journey. Because second language acquisition is not, oh, I took Spanish in high school, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, nah. That's the reason why we got too many people up in the United States, hoy en día, in this situation saying, oh, yeah, I know Spanish. Let me get dos burritos, hold the queso, extra. Now, they know that's not right. And you sound silly, right? So I'm here so we can sound less silly and develop this mastery, this better understanding through woke bilingualism. Woke means being aware. W woke, period. Consciously be aware what you're saying. Being woke is about being mindful. Did I, am I using those short English eyes? Am I saying yes? Oh, see, sí. es muy interesante. Am I hearing myself say interesante versus interesante? And because, because you could see it verbally written in front of you. Yo he trabajado con un montón de maestras diferentes. I've worked with so many different amazing teachers who have received higher written test scores than I have on assessments. I 1,000% believe it. However, however, sin embargo, that's how we say however, or no obstante, right? Le falta la swag. They're lacking that swag. You have to be able to navigate this language and navigate through it como una persona que habla español en casa. And guess what? Chiquitos all the way from young ages like kinder, Garden, they can recognize the difference of people who speak the language correctamente versus people who don't. Let's take a look at this Chiquita. I think it's so amazing. Let's just listen rather um, to this Chiquita. I love how, even though, let me just, um, let me frame this clip you're going to listen to. And she has like millions of views, super dope appearance and mother for even challenging her to do this video. And it's on YouTube. So... Just to frame it, this little chiquita, me imagino que no tiene más de siete años. I don't think she has is older than seven years old. Maybe eight, quizás tiene ocho, but I don't think so. And so her mother's asking her, like, Kenya, how do Mexican people say this versus how does everybody else say it? Now, just having the context so someone's not like, oh my gosh, that's incorrect because Mexican isn't a language. Don't, if you... Gelling with me. I'm all about buenas vibras, good vibes. Don't don't come to me with that. Clearly, this little girl is making the association with su herencia, with her heritage. And being Mexican-American, she's associating su familia, su comunidad. You know, people in her immediate micro um, situationship que habla español and that pronounce words, she associates that with being Mexicano. 
and everyone else is mispronouncing her language, she's associating it with being not Mexicano. So let's listen to how she breaks it down because without naming it as swag, and we know we're clearly talking about people who speak Spanish um, who are either native or heritage speakers or people who have acquired the language and speak it near native, right? So let's take a look and listen, rather, to what Kenya is describing um, in such an eloquent way at such a young age. Kenya, yeah. how do Mexican people say despacito? Despacito. And how do other people say it? Despacito. How do Mexican people say it? Chicharron. And how do other people say it? Chicharron. <laughs> so, how do Mexican people say it? Tortilla. And how do other people say it? Tortillas. You're listening to my mommy, Jessie Feliz, on Spanish Swag. Bye-bye. That was my young black and bilingual queen daughter, Abichuela. Abby, follow her on Instagram at Creative, managed by mommy, of course, because I'm not having folks interact with my chiquita without my direct lens of approval. All right, so back to Spanish swag. Let's just go over um, some information que es muy imp importante. En los Estados Unidos, repeat after me, los Estados Unidos. That's how you say United States. En los Estados Unidos, 21.6% de la población es bilingüe. 21.6% of the population is bilingual. And we may think, oh, that's a good, that's like a fifth. That's pretty good. But let's, let's talk about this. That percentage of estadounidenses that are bilingual, the majority of them are bilingual by heritage. Whether their grandmama or great-grandmama or mama or somebody down the line, papi, abuelo, cualquier persona. And this is not limited just to Spanish speakers, right? So we're talking about la población um, generalmente, right? So 21.6% of the U.S. population is bilingual. And the majority of those speakers are bilingual through their, their ethnicity, their culture, because someone in casa speaks it. A very small percentage of that 21.6% is bilingual as a result of schooling. Well, how can that be so if so many individuals, not all states, but a large majority either require a second language as part of your high school graduation or people have studied it in la universidad at the university level or at some point through their K-12 through experience, they have been introduced um, to a second language. Well, I think what happens is sometimes we get so caught up on what I mentioned earlier, that covering content, right? That instructional learning, they call it one of the twin sins, right? We get so caught up in going through stuff in quantity versus quality. And we skip over la importancia, the importance of developing what I call swag. Speak like a native. Practice with feedback. You got to get some feedback in there. There are so many amazing free resources for you to communicate with people. Um, there's a super dope Facebook group I'm a part of. I think you just type in learn Spanish. And I'm in there because I like to just see what are some of the challenge areas for people who are learning the language. Right? And so 
you can, that's just one free group. And there's so many people you can connect with across El Mundo, across the world, um, that aren't trying to like hustle you, that genuinely may want to learn English so that you can practice El Español con ellos. Or maybe they are teachers and they are charging, but the fee is more than likely not going to be super high. So there are so many ways and free amazing resources for you for you to use. I want to encourage everyone, if you are truly committed to this, this journey of acquiring a second language or just acquiring the Spanish language, one app that you have to download is Spanish Dict. Get your mind out together. That is Dict. D-I-C-T is in Tom, short for Diction or Dictionary. SpanishDict.com. I use this resource my own for my own self as well as con todas mis clases because what I love about this website is that um, you can type a word in and not only see the breakdown phonetically for what would make sense for us as American English speakers, you can also hear it, but you can also see a native speaker visually pronounce it. Now, I know some of us heavily rely on translators. I'm not hating on Google Translator and all these other ones. However, when you're studying a language, you want to create the translation. You want to make sense. That's part of the failing forward. If you want to do it just to like triple check and see what's going on, refer back to it. And so with that, talking about bilingualism is a norm in the world. So there's so many resources. So again, I will always make plugs and suggestions for different free resources or affordable resources for you. And again, check out jessifeliz.com. That's my website. Follow me, Jesse Feliz Plus, on Instagram, on TikTok, y también tengo mi página Facebook, y en YouTube, Jesse Feliz. Busca Jesse Feliz. That is J-E-S-S-I-E. Feliz, not Feliz. Feliz, F-A-L-E-Z, F-E-L-I-Z. All right, so some brief more items I want to talk about is that bilingualism is the norm in the world. All right, so if we got this 21.6% of the U.S. that's bilingual and it's not, the majority of those individuals are not bilingual as a result of what they're learning, then we as Spanish teachers got to do better. Period. I love when you say period because it just shuts down any other additional thought or item you got that right. to add on. It means, up. Oh, there's no response. Up. Oh, there's no defense. Up. Oh, Please don't take offense up if you know better. Let's just do better. Period. You got that right. And 43% of the world is bilingual. And the rest of the world, that's not either monolingual or bilingual. The rest of the world is polylingual. Multilingual. Speak more than two languages. Fluently. Con fluidez. So, en los Estados Unidos, we're falling behind, y'all. So what are we going to do? ¿Qué hacemos? What are we doing and what are we going to do? Because let me tell you something. I'm going to be sharing lots of me eh, experiencia viviendo afuera en Costa Rica. Yo viví en Costa Rica por tres años. I lived in Costa Rica for three years. I have been blessed to meet so many amazing souls aquí en los estados y afuera del país. And even for el internet, I make... I'm able to make so many amazing connections with people. And literally, y'all, your bilingualism opens doors otherwise unaccessible. I'm sorry, inaccessible. See, my own language. Or unknown. 
That's the part. So, un poquito sobre mi historia. A little bit about me and my story. Born in the D, as in Detroit. Detroit! But I shortly moved to the suburbs after that. During the time when I was born, it was an ideal situation. And my mom se murió. Una semana antes de cumplir mis cinco años, my mom passed away. A week before I turned five years old. Que descanse en paz siempre, a mi mamá. Um, she also was a teacher and worked with students up to the university level. And I aspired to be the woman who she was. And after my mom passed away, my father and my awesome stepmother, Barbara Jean. So you're going to hear some twang that come out of me because my stepmom from Louisville, Kentucky. So it's just part of the package. You know, that's what I just love about los dialectos, about accents. You can really determine, wait a minute, where's this person from? Where's that person from? But then you have what my professor taught me is un idiolecto, your own individualized lecto, based off all the different regions where you have lived and just different experiences. So I got that twang that comes out, and I like to change my voice a little bit. So sometimes, having lived abroad in the Caribbean, sometimes the Caribbean will come out too. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get with me. Just come and go with the flow. Um, but graduating, I went on to Western Michigan, go Broncos. Let's go. Remember my, at the end of my freshman year, heavily it was being promoted to study abroad. And at the time, everybody wanted to go to either España, Spain, or para México. And so I have always been a free spirit. I am not the person to do what really anybody wants me to do how or when they want me to do it. And I love when Cardi B says in her line, um, I like it like that. My favorite bar out the whole song is, I love proving ninjas wrong. I do what they say I can. That is like, I like it like that. I literally have it on my word wall um, to keep motivation. And when I accomplish something, I'm like, mm. And sometimes it's not even people literally saying, Jessica, you can't do this, you can't do that. I mean, it's just me saying whatever circumstance or situationship that may be holding me back or holding me down, which can even include my own negative thoughts, right? Um, I'm just thankful that I just keep pushing and I'm fueled por mis antepasados, antepasados, mis ancestors. But I, being a free spirit, wanted to do my own thing. And in 2005, in 2005, I had the opportunity to study abroad in Costa Rica, y vivía con una familia tica in San Jose, and it was the most amazing experience of my uh, life at age 19. And I had an amazing roommate, Tiffany, that was there with me from Ski Town, as in Muskegon. And um, it was just a really awesome experience, and it was really challenging. But I want to stress again, Failing forward. You will not learn without failing forward. It's parte del paquete. It's just part of the package. So, before I continue on, brief story about that, talking about failing forward. And I'm going to be transparent with y'all because I'm here to help you. And I can't help you if I'm not being real about my own um, fracasos or lessons to be learned, as Oprah says. Because I think we hear the word failures. We're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be a failure. And so I'm not trying to put any negative energy out there. But I do want to be, like, authentic and realistic with everyone. So back in 2005, back in 2005, cuando era estudiante de intercambio, international exchange student, 
I remember it was around La Pascua, around Easter. And so I went with my family a la Iglesia Católica to a Catholic church, a masa to a mass service. And I remember at the very end, this is why the A and swag, A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. Remember that, A, accents matter. So at the end of the service, um, and it was a smaller church. And so that was my first time ever being inside a Catholic church, period, uh, stateside or abroad. So that was a brand new learning experience for me. But I wanted to learn. You know, I was there living with this family. I wanted to see what service for them was like. And I was interested. And it was a good way for me to practice my interpretation skills, right? So as we are leaving out, a accents matter. I'm going to stress it again. Stress and expression, romance swagger. So as we're leaving out, the building, um, the priest is there. And, you know, you may call the priest like Father Father John, Father Paul, Father Scott. You know, like that's a title, like Principal John over a school. So you say Father for the leader over the Catholic Church. So if you have a pen and paper, write this down. Or if not, write it down in your mind. <laughs> P-A-P-A. -A. Now write it down again. P-A-P-A. -A. But the second time that you write it, and I'm going to write it down on the side so we're doing it together. So we're writing the same word, but A, accents matter. P-A-P-A. -A. And then the second time again, P-A-P-A. -A. But let's put an accent over the second A in the second um, word. All right? So the first one, sin acento, without the accent, is pronounced as papa. Con acento, with the accent mark, is pronounced as papa. Do you hear the difference? I'll say it again. P-A-P-A, -A, pa, I mean, P-A-P-A, papa. P-A-P-A, -A, with an accent, P-A-P-A, -A, is papa. So when I'm leaving out of the service with my family, and it was a small, small service, small community. However, everybody in the community knew everybody there. And so I'm like, oh, bet I'm about to go speak to the, 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 the preacher, to the priest. I'm about to, like, practice this Spanish. Yeah, I got this. Feeling all confident. And so um, I'm thinking to myself, okay, how do I say it was? Past tense, Jessica. El preterito. So I'm like, fue. All right. I know service is servicio. I know I want to say it was a good service. Fue un buen servicio. <laughs> like, no sweat. Fue un buen servicio, no? So then I go up to the the priest, and he's shaking people's hands and everything. Y'all, this is 2005, pre-coronavirus. So don't get on me about, oh, my gosh, you're shaking someone's hand. This is before all that, right? No one was even thinking about sanitizer, real talk, in 2005. For real, for real. Not anywhere near how we think about it now. So anyway, so I go up to the priest and I say, Fue un buen servicio, papa. And he didn't really hear me, so he kind of like shrugged his shoulders and leaned in. He was an elder man. So I'm like, well, let me say it again. I was like, Fue un buen servicio, papa. And everyone like froze. What? And looked at me like, oh. 
dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, see, Papa? And everyone's looking at me like, no. And then my Tika mama says, Jesse, no, no, it's Papa, sino Papa. And I'm like, huh? And so then I paused, and then somebody, I don't know who told me, it may have been my roommate, but someone was like, Jessica, Papa means potato. Papa, stressing the A, accents matter, stressing the second A, ah, means father. So I was over here, I became totally flushed, like, oh my gosh, right? Because I was caught on saying Papa, like Papa's fritas, french fries, versus saying Papa, calling him father. Of course, I was embarrassed. Of course, I was flushed. But guess what? I learned from that. Oh, you That's go, where bro. that quote from Oprah comes from. No hay fracasos. Say it with me, y'all. No hay. No hay fracasos. Solo lesiones por aprender. No hay fracaso, solo lesiones por aprender. Okay? It may seem like a failure, but you gotta learn and grow from that and not live in it and wallow in it and stay in it. But you gotta move forward. So what am I gonna do with that? Okay, ever since then, I always knew that papa is different from papa. Right? So... A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. It's muy importante. Talking about romance, swagger, right? In English, the English language is constructed and is formed from all these different languages. I mean, it's not a derivative from one specific, like, mother tongue. Spanish, French, Italiano, Portuguese... And Romanian all come from Latin. So Mother Latin kind of set the tone for all of these uh, modern languages. And with that being said, you have these set vowels. Que no se cambian. They don't change. If you got that pen and paper, write this down again. Go ahead and write out the five vowels in English. A... E, I, O, U. I don't know why I want to do that. It makes me feel special. A, E, I, O, U. Now go ahead, everyone, and rewrite those exact same vowels. Like, write them out. A, E, I, O, U. <laughs> Again. Okay, listen to how we pronounce it in Spanish, las vocales. A, E, I, O, U. And here's my rhythm that I like to say with it. A, E, I, O, U, A, E, I, O, U. What? A, E, I, O, U, A, E, I, O, U. A, E, I, O, U. Guess what? Even though you have the same graphema, like they're written the same way, one, they are not pronounced the same way, and two, in English... We have these five written vowels, A-E-I-O-U, yet they produce up to 20 different sounds. Yay! Let's go, English. Let's go. Let's confuse everyone. Let's go. 
how do you think I felt as a mom and my daughter's coming to me saying, Mom, how do you spell hair? Hair, not the rabbit, but hair is on your head. And I'm like, H-A-I-R. And she was like, okay, well, how do you spell care? And I'm like, uh, see, what had happened was uh, C-A-R-E. And then she's like, uh, how come they're not spelled the same? Just change the first letter. Well, darling, welcome to the language of English. <laughs> it really is. We used to be taught it was a melting pot society-wise. Nah, I'm not trying to melt and blend with anybody else. God made me to be unica, and that's what I'm going to be. But linguistically, when it comes to English, it really is a melting pot. For real, for real. But you don't have that situationship in Spanish. That's something that makes it really awesome to learn. A-E-O-U will only be A-E-O-U. Now, in the instance like papa versus papa, you stress with that accent mark. You may stress that sound, but it's still ah. It doesn't change. So here's, you know, part of me, I'm always using movement and rhythm and stuff like that because I got to stay entertained my own self. So here's something that can help you out with um, remembering las vocales. Everyone, imagine right now que tú estás en la playa, but you're at the beach. Fuck your playa. It could be on a playa in La Florida, California, in Hawaii, in Jamaica, in Costa Rica, Mexico, or maybe you're on the other side of the planet, wherever you are. Just imagine yourself on a beautiful beach. And of course, está bien soleado, it's very sunny, hace calor. Puro sol. And so now you reach to get you a glass of water. Everyone, saque el vasito de agua. Go ahead and drink some. I'm going to drink some. Drink some with me. Ah. Everyone say, ah. 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 Drink some. Más. Tome más. Tome más. Ah. Repite. Ah. A es el sonido de la letra A. That is how you pronounce the letter A. Or the letter A as we know it in English. A. If your name is Amanda in English, it's Amanda. If your name is Anna, it's Anna. Right? Alejandra versus Alexandra. And think about it in English. That same letter produces multiple sounds. A in the word make. Silent friend E makes a strong vowel. Make. But then you have A as an apple. And then we could totally flip the script. A-T-E. Oh, I ate. A ate. A. I want at least I want on. I don't even have all my listed words, but just think about all the words in English. You know that it changes based off the sound. In Spanish, no. Ah, ah. Go ahead, take yourself back to that beach. Ah. Now you open your eyes and you see somebody that you haven't seen in years, and you're thinking to yourself, dude, how did he know or how did she know? How did that person know that I was gonna be here in this very moment? And they're approaching you, and all of a sudden, they turn away and walk away, but you thought they were coming to you. Get their attention to say, hey, hey, 
Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Hey, what up, though, cousin? That is a second vowel sound. For the letter E, when we think of the letter E in English, we say eh, 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 eh. Let's try it again. Start with ah. Drink that agua. Ah. Now get old boy's attention. Eh. Ah, eh, eh. We say elephant. Spanish, elefante. Right? Eh, eh. Elefante. Don't get it twisted. And sometimes we'll start to pronounce something. I hear a lot of people say, um, elefante, elefante, ella, eh, it's not ella, because we want to look at it. That's something else that happens for us. You, so we have these cognates, right? These words that look and sound alike in more than one language. And so we make this association. The benefit of us being American English speakers is that, hey, we know when we look at that word, that it means elephant. But what we have to be consciously aware of what we're saying, the woke part, is us recognizing, all right, I know el significado, que es un animal, africano, or asiático. I know it's an Asian or African um, animal. I know it's enorme, it's grande. I know it's an elephant. But I got to sprinkle that swag. I can't walk around saying, yes, me animal... <laughs> Me animal favorito es el elefante. And teachers, if your student says that, you cannot be like, muy bien, Mario. You get a 10 out of 10. No, no, es incorrecto. That's malo. That's mal pronunciado. That is not well pronounced. It's not me animal favorito es el elefante. It's eh. Ah, hey, hey, get old boy's attention. Get old girl, get whoever attention that's approaching you, but then turned around and you didn't get to saludarle. Go ahead and say, eh, eh, eh. Elefante. El elefante. Repeat after me. Elefante. Elefante. Okay. Ah, drink that agua. Ah. Eh, eh. Get his attention. Eh. So now he turns around and looks at you. And so you're so excited. You get up. You have your baño. You have your towel. And you're running. You're glistening. You think you're a Baywatch girl. And you're just running to greet him. And all of a sudden you trip and fall and splat. You fall on top of a cucaracha. And so he comes up to get you. And then you stand up. Yes, I'm hoping there's a cucaracha in this scene because it goes with the flow. You stand up and he's like, hey, I haven't seen you in so long. And you're like, oh, and then he looks at your hand, and you got this splatter-adder cucaracha sobre la mano on your hand, over your hand, on your hand, all that stuff. And so you, he says, E, E, E. Everyone say it after me, with me. E, E. The letter I in Spanish is pronounced as E, E. And you're like, oh, you're reaching towards him. And he's like, nah, E, E, E. E, just like we say E for iguana. I know. Don't be confused. I know in English we say iguana. Oh, did you see the iguana at the aquarium? Iguana? Did you see the iguana at the zoo? I got a pet iguana. Eh, eh. That short American English I. Pero en español, there's no eh. Where do you hear eh in A-E-I-O-U? There's no eh. It's not iguana, iguana, 
I, 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 A, E, I. Chicos, repitan. A, E, I, O, U. A, E, I, O, U. What? A, E, I, O, U. A, E, I, O, U. Muy bien. Hey, turn up your speakers. Blacksit Radio is on the air. All right, y'all. So we back with Spanish swag. Okay, so brief recap. Las vocales en español son A, E, I, O, U. A, E, I, O, U. What? A, E, I, O, U. A, E, I, O, U. Muy bien. They are written just like the vowels are written in English. A, E, I, O, U. But they are pronounced as A, E, I, O, U. And they do not change at all. There's no short A, A, U, U, none of that. None of that. In Spanish, it is A, E, I, O, U. In the event that you have an accent mark, sometimes you have to emphasize la vocal, which we will get to that, when there are no accent marks. And you're like, what? Any word in Spanish? Let me just sprinkle a little swagalicious nugget for you. Cualquier palabra. Whatever word in Spanish that does not have an accent mark and you're like, oh my gosh, como se pronuncia? How do I pronounce it? If it ends with an N, an S, o una vocal, or in a vowel, then you pronounce the second to last syllable vowel. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, don't worry about it. Tranquila. Okay? Todo bien. No worries. We will get to that when we get to that. But even still, with that rule, it doesn't change. The sound is always ah. E, I, O, U. Okay, continuamos. We're focusing on la vocal, la O. This one can be tricky because O in English has so many different sounds. And so I think it's so amazing that we make these connections, but we still want to sound near native. And you don't want to sound ignorante. And you also don't want to sound ridiculous. Because too many folks are sounding ridiculous. Trust me. Oh, also part of me, uh, historia. Let me tell you this other part. I worked six years for Taco Bell. From ninth grade in high school up until my second year in college. Um, so all these folks that are not working right now in the pandemic, I'm seeing Taco Bell and Del Taco talking about sign-on bonus, 400, 450 dólares. I'm like, huh? The most I ever made, and they're charging White Castle quince dólares la hora, fifteen dollars an hour. The most I ever made, and I was a shift manager, y'all, and I was a good shift manager. Like I didn't steal shift manager. That's I was good. I handled mine, and I promise you, the most I ever made was like nine thirty six or nine thirty seven an hour. I worked. Ooh, you gotta work. You gotta work, 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 work. Oh my goodness! And everybody that's worked at fast food, you know, you come home and you got those serve safe approved shoes. Yes, I had them shoes. Ooh, and you know you have to leave them either outside your um, apartment or right at the door. Lights all them down because, woo, standing on your feet. And I used to work the drunk rush too, y'all. I'm thankful, though. I'm so thankful. Estoy bien agradecida. Estoy bien agradecida. I'm so thankful, though, because all of that is part of the package. Anyway, so I don't even know how I got on that script. Back to La O. We make these connections, but we can mess things up. So we get to this letter O. And so in English, we have la O. And O, we say October. So let's write out the word October in English, and then we're going to write it out in Spanish. And since we're listening to this audibly, I'm going to say it in English and Spanish. Okay, October. 
¿Cómo se escribe? How do we spell it? In English, O-C-T-O-B-E-R. Let me spell it in English, well, in Espanol, but using English letters. And then in Spanish, it's O-C-T-U-B-R-E. It's cool if you can write them above and beneath each other, on top and below, right? And so here's another example of where we need to inject that wokeness, that Spanish swag. Hey, accents matter. October. I hear people mispronounce this word because they're making a connection. They know that this is the month of October. And so they will pronounce this word as octubre. Hoy es el dos de octubre. ¿Cuál es la fecha de hoy? Hoy es el dos de octubre. Uh-uh. And teachers, if, if you're listening to me, this is, I'll tell you, hashtag zero judgment. Cero. Like, yo no estoy aquí para juzgar a nadie. Because I'm reflecting even on my own instruction and my own personal growth and continuous ever life learning growth in a lenguaje. Remember, A-E-I-O, O, O. La O es cerrada. It's closed. It's not open. It's not open like how we say open or October. It's O, O. And honor that. A-E-I-O-U, O, U, E. Those are your three sounds that you should hear. Three vowel sounds. O, U, E. I encourage you, repeat after me. O, U, E. I tell my students, remember Cyclops from X-Men? Growing up in the 90s, I would come after school. I always heard it. And so, just like Cyclops has his laser vision, when you're starting off with the language, I like to encourage people, provide folks with the imagery of Cyclops. And imagine, instead of having this laser vision, you have this amazing, like, vision where you can, like, scan for the vowels. And in practicing it over time, it will become, like, second nature, second language, natural. So with this, it's not octubre. I have to be woke. Am I sounding like I'm speaking English? Or am I sounding like someone who speaks Espanol en casa? I should be able to catch myself. And guess what? You, you got to catch yourself. You have to develop this self-regulating ear. It is okay. We are, somos humanos, right? We're going to make these errores. So you may start off saying, ah, but then you need to check yourself. No, no, no. O, O, I, A, E, O. O, tu. I know it's U, not October, Octubre. And it's not U, Octubre. Octubre, Octubre, repeat after me, Octubre, O, Octubre, that is how you pronounce October. Popular TV show, a lot of folks used to watch or still do, The Office, Oh, Oh, there goes that American English phonetics, Oh, Oh, for even the letter O, The Office, no one says the, the office, <laughs> Office. And so then, let's write that word down. Let's write down office in English. O-F-F-I-C-E. No judgment zone. What if I misspell something in my own language? Hey, I'm here to learn and grow right along with you. Now, right underneath it, let's write it in Spanish. O-F-I-C-I-N-A. O-F-I-O-F-A-E-C-E-N-A-I. So we have it in English up top, Spanish on the bottom. Office. And I hear a lot of people say officina. 
The only thing that's correct in that is honoring that there is an F-A sound and the N at the end. And not that. It should be oficina. Repeat afterwards. Oficina. Mama, don't stop. Where are you? Don't stop. Child walks in the house, can't find you. Estoy aquí, mi amor, en la oficina. En la oficina. Donde está el director? Imagine a teacher, a mama's coming into the school right now. Hey, donde está el director en la escuela? Where is the principal? De esa escuela. Necesito hablar con él en ese momentito. Mama mad. They did something to their child. And now mama's showing up here like a straight up vaquera cowgirl. Like, do not mess with her. I remember one time in elementary school, I can't even remember the situation, but I know my stepmama showed up the next day, and my stepmama Barbara Jean ain't played no games when it came to our education. She, no games, no games, and no cap. I am not lying about that. She showed up that next day, and she was straight up en la oficina, not the oficina. En la oficina. Call that teacher down here right now. Oficina. Estoy aquí en la oficina. Say it with me. Oficina. Oficina. With practice, y'all. Practice yields permanence. Practice yields permanence. It's not about perfection. The last vowel we're focusing on is la u. Everyone say u, u, u. Remember, a, e, e, o, u, a, e, e, o, u. What? A, e, e, o, u, a, e, e, o, u. A, e, e, o, u. This is not you. This is u, u, u. And so that same image. Oh, we've got to go back. Ah, drink some water. Hey, get someone's attention. E, cucaracha. And because you were like, e, you accidentally punch yourself in the stomach and say, oh. And then the nosy person walks by and says, ooh. Ooh, ooh. And the word that we want to write down is the word unique in English and in Spanish. So let's write the word down unique. U-N-I-Q-U-E. Unique. Now let's write in Spanish. U, put that accent over the U. N-I-C-O. And if you're chica, it changes to an A at the end. Thinking about A, accents matter. In the swag, right? So this is pronounced as único. Único. Notice it's still the U. It's not a, a short vowel or anything, but with that accent, I just stress it more, I emphasize it more. Único. Or I would say única. Única. Porque, porque soy chica, soy mujer, muchacha. Única. And so I want everyone right now to write this sentence down. Yo soy único. Or yo soy única. Yo is Y-O space soy S-O-Y space. And let's rewrite that word. Único or única. Yo soy única. Yo soy única. I am unique. Tú eres único. You are unique. The Most High has created you to be unique. You have a unique purpose. You have a unique plight, camino, path. And so part of the path that you're electing is to learn this Spanish language, this beautiful romance language. Not that you have to be romantic every time you speak the language, but the romance part is that it's about the way that you pronounce 
how the word, um, the language is um, where it's derived from. It's from Latin. The vowels regulate. They do the big thing. It's not consonants. That's not what's running the show. It's um, the vowels are. And so I just want to encourage you along this cell, um, second language acquisition to embrace that, yeah, you are going to make mistakes. Embrace it. Yeah, sometimes it will seem like you've made this error or this failure, but you have to combine both of those quotes. Henry Ford says, fail forward. So when you make those errores, continue. Continue practicing. That's part of the journey. And having that coupled with what Oprah says about no hay fracaso, solo, solo lesiones por aprender. Is not about being caught up in this failure, this labeled failure. It's part of the journey as well. It's so that you can learn from it, heal from it, grow from it, build from it, and just do the dang thing. So I just want to say um, gracias a ustedes por haberse tomado el tiempo de estar aquí conmigo por un rato. Yo me llamo Jesse Feliz. Sígame en línea en Facebook, Jesse Feliz Plus Plus. En el mismo nombre usuario, same um, handle on Instagram as well as on TikTok, Jesse Feliz Plus. Estoy aquí para servir, para aprender, to learn and grow right along with you. So, be blessed. Remember que tú eres único, or tú eres única. You are unique, and have a wonderful week. Ciao. Essay, speak like a native. Practice with feedback. Study, get creative. W, woke, period. Consciously be aware what you're saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. A, tengo un secreto, escúchame bien por un rato. Guess what, when you speak Spanish, it's not English, it's Spanish. So, sprinkle that swag, stop walking around posting like, yeah, you me llamo. Dude, you sound ridiculous, your ignorance is not conspicuous. Hey, I'm speaking from experience, not a guru who's striving for excellence. Been speaking at Espanol desde el colegio. No más monolingüe, Spanish web drip, yo soy bilingüe. And you can do it too, apply the Spanish swag, you'll see you. Hey, speak like a native, practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware of what you're saying. Hey, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. Hey.